All right, y'all. This is Nikki B. I am the owner of Soul Things with Danica. You are listening to the Happy Magical Podcast. Today, we have special guests. Good old family here. Cousin, yeah. Devontae, a.k.a. the child man. What's up? What's um, up? What's we up? are here. We are here. We are here in Brooklyn. Yes. Uh, it is post-Labor Day. So, mm-hmm. we are here with sadness in our hearts. Sadness. As there was no carnival this year. Um... No carnival, no juve, no ah, fest, yeah. no jab, right? No, um, nothing, not so much as a truck with a speaker. There was nothing happening, but there was <laughs> six shootings apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 So juve, juve. Mm. that there was no music and yeah. no hardly no, no people out nothing. for. But yeah. <laughs> There was, so, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. Today we are talking about jab as resistance and how, you know, <laughs> the city of New York doesn't make a lot of money. And just the local municipalities don't make a lot of money with black liberation arts. So mm-hmm. that's the thing. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to Treasure and Camille. They have a series running right now called Get Off the Bus. Mm-hmm. And... That was the episode that they launched with, the Jabber's Resistance. So I just wanted to acknowledge that that is where we are getting this title from today because it's a conversation worth having with a multitude of people who are in the world of carnival and jab and history and all these things. So for everyone that's listening right now, um, we're just going to get a little bit into the history of jab, what it is, where it came from, what it looks like all over. Um, and then we're going to talk about, you know, fast forward to today and how the city feels, you know, how Brooklyn feels because we didn't have such a important ancestral right. Uh, so we're going to get into that today. Uh, so first off, Devontae, we want to tell the people about what jab is, where it came from. So there is... A healthy debate about the origins of the jab jab, right? So between the islands of Trinidad and the islands of Grenada, there is there has always been this sort of back and forth as to who made it first, who does it better, da 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 da. I'm Trinidadian, so I can only speak from the Trinidadian perspective. Okay, let's just make that clear in from the beginning. The origins of Jab Jab in Trinidad goes all the way back to the origins of Juve. Um, primarily, Jab Jab was originally called the Jab Molassi, right? Now, Jab, if I'm correct, is the, the, the word was derived from the French word that means devil. And molassi is an amalgamation of the word for molasses. And there was a period in time, one, there was a period in time where there was a certain, you know, group of of colonizers who were killing off black men in the Caribbean. And it was well known that they were killing them in, being that, you know, islands were very vast in cane and, and, and sugar and tar and those kinds of things. Many men were being thrown and killed in all manners of ways in vats of molasses and tar and things of that nature. That's one origin. The origin of Juve sort of rounds it about a little better 
if you understand the slave history or the indentured history in, in Trinidad, there was a period in time where Trinidad was ruled by the English, the French, and the Dutch. Now, most the 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 it was the English last, but during the, before that, the French ruled as well. And during the French reign in Trinidad, there, of course, with any French society, there are those nobilities, there's those rich societies, and you know the French were known for having all these elaborate masquerade balls and things of that nature. And of course, the slaves were invited. So, in in good black folk nature. Whenever they were having their big events, you know, in the slave quarters, we were out there, you know, having our own version of that, you know, because that was the, our way of sort of being apart, being alive. But as with any slave nation or, or, or slave environment, it, it, people get tired, people get pissed, people get sick of the nonsense and the and, foolishness and the foolishness you know and it just came to a point where the slave population the enslaved population excuse me was just tired of their circumstance they were just tired of their environment they were tired of just not being able to be themselves so they revolted and they with the, the essence of rebellion and, and revolting, there was a specific riot called the Kanbule Riots, where a group of Trinidadians, of, of enslaved men and women, what they did was they literally burned sugarcane. Now, nowadays, we embody that by taking what we call a flambeau, which is a bottle filled with alcohol or kerosene, and you put a rag in it and you know, light a fire, and that's what we call a flambeau. But it, it, it symbolizes the burning of the sugarcane and, and them using that as a symbol of, of resistance. So from there, all, not all hell broke loose, but things changed very, very drastically. And during those riots, of course, many people were hurt and killed and things of that nature. But the main thing was the enslaved population took to the streets and they covered themselves in tar and mud and painted their faces and created costumes and one of the sort of original, um, I guess, masquerades that were birthed out of that movement was the Jab Molassi. And that also includes one Trinidad we call the Blue Devils. There's a certain part in Trinidad where they're, they're known for the Blue Devils. So it's pretty much the same job, but just in, in blue paint. And they spit blood, they spit fire, and all those things as a form of, of telling the people that, telling those slave masters and, and indentures that, listen, we're not here for it anymore. You know, so we, instead of, of, of them being kind about it, instead of them being um, nice about it, they went to the very extreme and, 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 and sort of released those shadow sides of themselves you know the things that we couldn't do the things that we couldn't say the, the the things that we couldn't wear you know the sort of savage behavior quote unquote that we couldn't partake in sort of became the reality in that time in that moment you know so it sort of became like a period of of, of just like it became the beginning of a revolution that that 
continues to today in Trinidad where people are just fighting for freedom, for, for the simple, simple ideas of being a part of the community, you know, and that's what Juve comes from, that's what the Jab Malashi comes from, that's what Jab Jab comes from, because you see them with their horns and the chains, it's them releasing their demons, letting them out, letting them roam the street free, and just be, you understand, just be themselves, the pure selves, they weren't saying I'm a devil, they weren't saying I have those inside me, they were saying I just want to be, just to be free. From, from from that, all kinds of other different, you know, um, folk costumes and folk um, characters were created during those, t- those times. But the Jab Malasi and the Jab Jab was a, was a big, big, big part. It still is a big part. Because they sort of instill fear, you know. They sort of um, come with this energy of... of, of, of of, 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 of terror. Of, of, of terror, yeah. You know, of, of, of just pure self you know you know really like earth bush type just i'm showing you exactly what it is i'm here intentionally to to, to scare you because that's, that's really what it is in Trinidad. if you see them in Trinidad going down the street people will pay them so they would leave them alone because they will harass you they would spit all kind of fire spit all kind of blood all kind of not real blood but they put those tablets in their mouth and stuff and it's like, it's a real thing. And it's, it, it's an important part of the culture because it, it, it constantly reminds you of that, of that battle, of that, of that resistance, of always having to, to fight back and fight for what we want, you know? Yeah. That's interesting that you said that people would pay them to, to not be bothered, right? Mm-hmm. And also that act of, like, paying, yeah. right? What that symbolizes mm-hmm. to that, like, paying homage to that that spirit right, right. you know that didn't get paid in their right. lifetime and right. now you you know as the person who is being inconvenienced mm-hmm. you know you have the choice to compensate this spirit you yeah. know what is that doing for you what is that doing for the spirit you know what is that doing for the collective you know energy of those spirits that we venerate through jazz and masquerade that's very interesting mm-hmm. that's very very interesting I really like that um let me see I think there is Oh, have you, um, <laughs> I feel like, uh, did we talk about Grenada? Not really. Okay. No. no. Okay. Because their job is a little different. Yeah. It's, it's a little more intense, I would say. It's, 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 but it's very different. Um, the, the Grenadian job, I, I would say it, it, it relates more to their, to their tribal ancestry as well. Because especially on the smaller islands, you will discover a lot of the different tribes that were placed there are still there. So um, they, like, they have something that's called Big Drum, where they, it's sort of how they honor their ancestors. And there are different tribes that they, that they, that they honor. So they, they, they honor the, the Chromanti and, 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 and the um, Fulani and different tribes that, that, that they're familiar that, that, are, that are part of their ancestors they use that time to invoke those ancestors and feed them and and sort of um, venerate them and and they I feel like, like their jab is so much more um, I want to say like earthy <laughs> um, because they primarily use oil and like that oil I feel like it invokes this different kind of spirit mm. that I don't know what it is I don't know because I've experienced 
Juve in Trinidad. I've experienced Juve here. I've never been to Grenada, but the the you know I play job in in Brooklyn every year faithfully, and those Grenadians, I don't know, they're wild. They in because I one you know greenhouse that's the band I used to play with every year. They used to have a a, a goat head on on the front of the truck, so I know they probably used to cut that. They probably did something before and fed whoever and fed those spirits because the way that that. I know, of course, alcohol is involved, and, and you know, probably, probably people smoking their weed and all that. But it's just this, 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 this spirit that lives in that jab. It's it's so different, and I feel like that, like that oil. It's something about oil. It just awakens this energy that's just it's different. It's so so different, and I feel like being like I said, being that that those islands are so oil rich, I feel like there's some kind of ancestral tie to, to mm. the, the the power in that because one we you know the smaller islands in Kuala are still one of the world's largest providers of, of of petroleum to the world, not the largest but one of the largest. So you know we're so oil rich. I always feel like there's something. There's something in that, that that connects to the job because, in my own experience, it's like, it's like an out of body experience. Sometimes it's like, it's so different. It's so freeing. It's so I I, I can't even explain it. You know, it's so different. I think um, when I think about the oil, it makes me think about how when everybody's in oil, we all black. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's mm-hmm. like that we don't we are all the the same black people right. that were brought over, right. and this is what we looked like mm-hmm. when we were doing this. You know, this is what we looked like when we came over, mm-hmm. and how it's like, you know, the ultimate. Because everybody would say, "Well, why would you want to paint yourself black?" Like, <laughs> You know, you're gonna. It's Labor Day. You could get a pretty costume and play. You know, with rhinestones and feathers. It's like, yeah, I could do that. But, but this is not about that. Right. This is a whole different. I always say, you see, Juve. That that's us keeping the balance. That's us keeping the scale steady. That's us invoking and entertaining and feeding and 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 venerating our ancestors because Juve is also ancestral worship veneration whatever you want to call it it's it's also an ancestral rite because that's passed down from generation to generation my first Juve I was five years old on my father's shoulders okay in the job <laughs> okay <laughs> like it's it's something that, that we pass down to our children Labor Day as well it's we pass that down because we understand the importance of those of those cultural values and and the history behind all of that. We value that and we honor it. And you know, from look at I even saw you guys talk about about Kitty's Carnival and and you know the babies be out here in their strollers and costumes. That we teach them from young. Like that's ours. That's our culture, and we hold on to it. And there's power in it because it's so. It's so freeing that that those in Trinidad those three days, but you know in, in Brooklyn for us we got that one day, you know out of the whole year where we can just say fuck everything, 
Forget everything. Get everything. Just everything. free up yourself. And just free up yourself. Have a good time. I I have some, you know, I, I feel so bad now because one Labor Day just isn't what it used to be. You know, I grew up, you know, Labor Day has been a part in of, of, of this community, you know, for what, 30, 40 something odd years. No, and longer than that. No, well, yeah, no, no, like 40, let's say like 40 years. Something like that. Long because before time. it used to be in Harlem, and then mm-hmm. they moved it down right. here. Yeah, long time, long time, long time. This is years. Before, this is what my mother was young playing Labor Day. You understand? It's like I have pictures of her as a teenager playing Labor Day. You understand? So it's like, this is our culture. And 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 it's so just, I feel bad because it's like the the... The carnivals and the Labor Days and the Juve's I experience in you know the late nineties, early two thousands. It's like compared to what it is now, it's like what are y'all doing to us? You know, like what has happened? Where has it gone? Where is the the energy, the vibe, like everything, the spirit? It just doesn't feel the same. You know, and I remember growing up Labor Day. My uncle used to DJ for all them big bands, Barkeet, Blackfoot, Sesame Flyers, all them bands. Every year we get, you know, to be on the park. I don't have to have a costume. We used to be on the truck. You know, all that rain falling and still, and it still used to be the best times of our lives, yo. Juve used to be, when I was in high, when I was in high school, up to when I was in high school, Juve's used to be so lit. I mean, oh. Oh, I don't forget. I think it was the year 2000. Mm. Either it was 99 or 2000. Probably, let's say it was 99. And that was like ninth grade. I was like going to ninth grade. And I remember my mom let me and my friend go to Juve. And yeah, I had just moved to Flatbush Ave from mm. Vanderbilt. Uh, so I was Flatbush Gardens. Yeah. <laughs> I was in, I, okay, yeah, Flatbush Gardens. I was known now. But it was Vanderbilt when mm-hmm. I grew up there. And we had moved from Vanderbilt to Flatbush Avenue and Dorchester. Mm-hmm. So church is right there. Mm-hmm. And she let us go out. And we had the best time. And it rained, of course. Mm-hmm. But we found all of the trucks. And we, exactly. we jumped up. We came home. It was like 7 o'clock in the morning. Because mm-hmm. back then, you know... Chucks used to used to be pumping from from the camp all through the street until they got to Granite Plaza. Now, silence can do nothing. You understand? Juvisa started until you get you, to the park. Until you get to the park, yeah. And I'm like trash. What is that? We used to pump with Greenhouse Jab. We used to pump from Clarkson and 55th all through the hood, all through Flatbush, running up and down those streets until to be, until we used to get to Bedford. And go all up the hill past Ebbsfield and go up that hill. I remember a year, it, it had to be at least a thousand people jumping up in this one band going up that hill. I remember seeing it, just the amount of people. It used to be, I mean, just amazing, 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 amazing. You go down Eastern Parkway all the way to, to, to Flatbush, come all the way down Flatbush to, to Empire, go all the way down Empire. We should jump from Empire all the way back to the Bass Camp. Down Nostrand, all the way down to Clarkson, down Clarkson, all the way to the 50s. You understand? And it's like now, music off. Like, you understand? What? 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 Yeah, like, I, um, my dad lives in Boston, so 
every summer I would go to Boston, mm-hmm. like right after school let out. Mm-hmm. And then coming home, the coming home would be Labor Day because my dad, you know, he's Jamaican, he goes back to the old block. Yeah. We all dressed, we all there to mm-hmm. make dad look good and see the parade and eat food and see his family member and mm-hmm. th- take picture and it was a whole thing, you <laughs> yeah, know, like scene, they, scene. it was a scene, you know, and then when I got old enough to be able to go off with my friends and like, yeah, I, my dad dropped me off and then I'd be like, okay, so I'll meet you back in the car, like, mm-hmm. be like three, four hours because <laughs> my friends, <laughs> I'm going to go see my friends and uh, jump up in the parkway and my dad be like, all right, and he'd be on Lincoln, Lincoln Road and um, Underhill. And that, cause that's why I was born. Oh yes, we got, we got that Underhill connection. The Underhill connection. So oh, my dad yeah. would be on Underhill, mm-hmm. um, with the car parked, and somebody's outside barbecuing, and mm-hmm. my godfather is there, and you know, and it would just be like a whole. Yeah. It's like a family day. It's like Labor Day weekend is so many things more yeah. than just whatlessness and violence. Just talking know? about Underhill, this brings back so many memories, like. So many memories. I tell you, my, my grandfather used to own a building, 209, under, around the corner. And like, yo, endlessly, you know, the parkway is right there, literally two blocks away from St. John's. Like, yo, we used to be up there all the time. I love just memories, 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 memories. Times used to be nice. And that was the, like, the nice. soul of Brooklyn. Yeah. And, and when me and Trey went out to, um, on, on Juve morning, it was seven o'clock in the morning. We just went walking down. I'll see a little video, right? We just went walking down those and just see what's going on. Could you imagine? It was, it was, the, it was the eeriest feeling. Wow. But it also made me feel like I understood exactly um, what carnival felt like. Yeah. Because it wasn't there. Yeah. Like I, the whole vibration. The like vibe. even even if there was no music, no, it's like there was still there was no food. There was Nothing. no smell. No jerk of chicken food burning, in the air. There you was know. no buzz yeah. of people there was yeah. no busyness like it was just so eerie yeah. you know and to be like damn like they really like killed off our parade this they year like up, yeah. in spite of everything that's going on like despite we, the amount of like we got millions of dollars we bring to this to yo this and then despite year. all of the shit that's happened this year it's like yo people needed that jump For up real. yo they needed that release and there For was real. a lot of ways that the city could have worked with people have. You know, even if it meant that the camps couldn't have as many masqueraders or yeah. like that or the price would have had to go up and yes. it would have, like whatever, we would have did it. You know, that's the thing. It's like yeah. we would have did it. Because the market was big enough. <laughs> did you go to Juve that year the first time when they had the yeah. barricades mm-hmm. and the checkpoints? The and all? very first time I went. It, it wasn't terrible. It, has to, it wasn't bad. Because the, poli- the thing is, I remember I posted it. I, it showed up on my memories on Facebook the other day. Because I, I remember I posted like the police were actually rather nice. I remember... When you got to, to Grammy Plaza, you had to go to the little, the little scanning thing. And then they let you wash away. That was really about it. You couldn't, they, you couldn't have any alcohol. Everybody had alcohol. Everybody had alcohol. <laughs> was smoking. Everybody was smoking. Yeah. You know, it's like, whatever. It just, it it just, it takes away from the, the freedom of it all, though. You know, I mean, it wasn't that bad, but it just... You know, when you're used to a, a, a certain way of doing things, a certain vibe, it's like when they change it, it's like, it's just... This felt so weird. It felt so weird. It felt so, so, so weird. It felt weird. And at the same time, it was like, well, that was manageable. Yeah. Y'all could have did that again. Yeah. You know, but the city was not about to spend money on police and all them things because Mm -hmm. we don't circulate enough money with them in order for it it to make sense, you know. And the amount, I mean, you can't tell me we not up in the 
high millions of how much dollars is spent I mean, during carnival season. I over, mean, them costumes alone. Thank you. Over the, the over the last forty years, come on. And that's the other thing about Jab, you know, also being resistance is that there's no costume. Right. You know, it's like come as you are as you kind are. of situation <laughs> yeah. or what you got on hand. And when you have that type of um, liberty and, and, and room for people to do, you know, something that will really, like, do something to them spiritually, whether they acknowledge that's what's going on or not, that's also, uh, like, with the establishment not having those types of things is, like, another little subtle, you know, mm-hmm. hit. Of like, yeah, and y'all can't do this. Yeah. Whether they understand that's what we're doing or not, they know how important carnival is mm-hmm. to us. And all around the world, people cancel their carnivals. And at the same time, people still able to get on planes and go exactly. all over the place. So I'm just trying to understand. They cancel all the other parades this year. Puerto Rican Parade, uh, St. Patrick's Parade. They have no big, you know, news stories. But, you know, they talk about, yeah, it's canceled. All weekend. All weekend, it was about liberty, about liberty this, liberty that, liberty this. I saw Kess was on the news, all kind of things. So I'm like, so y'all know how important it is for us. You understand? Y'all know how vital it is for our being mm-hmm. in this borough. And it's funny you bring that up because you're right. I did not notice that mm-hmm. anybody else's uh, parades had so much coverage for something that was not happening. That wasn't happening. I- I just figured it was just okay, everything's canceled, but right. there was a lot of news coverage about something that did not happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and that wasn't us making the news, mm-hmm. right? Like you said. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Think about Very that. interesting point. Mm-hmm. Very interesting All point. All weekend. Uh, All weekend. For something that did not even happen. Didn't even happen. So, there's really nothing that, um, there's nothing that we can expect from the city when even now you know it's just kind of like you know maybe this wasn't the time to not work with us maybe as a city we could try to you know as new york with the the lowest transmission rates and all these things right maybe there was a way to show like no we're gonna because if y'all got people fighting you got the restaurants fighting what about all of the vendors that didn't get money this year? All of our elders I'm in the community. <laughs> okay. Right? Like, you got to think. I started a whole child business this year. My goal, see, Labor Day. Labor said, Day, that's, yes. that's, that's like Christmas. I was going to make money. You was going to turn time. over. It, and, and and think about all of the old people. Yeah. That's on fixed income. And they, this is a big time a for them. A big time. They, they look corn soup. Yo, the lady con- with the corn soup. Come son, on. You know how much I was you know, missing the corn soup this the weekend? The little sauce, man. Food, you know. These are things that, that that people live off of these things. People survive off of these things. You understand? Not even beyond Labor Day, with all the concerts and behind the museum and all those days. It's like people in the, in these mass camps gotta pay their bills for these buildings. It's like yo, everybody is messed up. Everybody, yeah. it really, really, really messed us up. Like for real. Cause I, I know everybody has plans for Labor Day. Everybody has plans. And that's a big time. It's a big time. It's a big time. It's literally like Christmas. When are so many West Indians off work on the same day? You know how much we work, okay? And And most of us are still... And we're still working. Some of us are still working that day. It's like, well, you know what? After I'm finished, I'm going to just come up and just, Uh you know, you're going to fit it in. Exactly. You're like, no, I ain't going to let the weekend pass. And I don't do something. Like, because you have to commemorate that energy. Like, you got to acknowledge it because you can feel it in the air. It's like electricity. It's so... It's like they have it in the neighborhood 
with the most population of Caribbean people. So I mean, you can't not expect some kind of energy, some kind of vibe from it. And it's like, to see how, how just, just silent everything was. I'm used to Labor Day, full to the street, packed. You understand, big concert used to have by the, by, by the record shop. Big concert used to have on, on Fulton Street. Every year, Fulton and Notion, from New York all from New York all the way to Bedford. You understand? That's, those are those are three very long blocks. Okay. Every year, Faith used to have a Strakers. That's what it was. Strakers record store. Used to have a concert every year, and it's like nothing. I remember I was riding my bike. I went. Where, where was I going? I rode my bike to go somewhere, and I passed. I'm like, yo, the street is silent. Not a, not a name of a little flag. <laughs> Yeah, understand nothing. I'm like stores closed, N- nobody outside. Yeah, so I'm like if this felt so. Ah, uh, I just I don't know. I, said, I don't know. I don't know. Trinidad was the only place to have carnival this year. Really? Yeah. Of course, Trinidad had to hold. Somebody had to hold it down. Mm, it was in February. <laughs> Right before it happened. Right before it happened. So that mm-hmm. we had to at least that was just to honor it. Like in <laughs> right, right, that's hey, carnival. The last hurrah. The last one and then <laughs> hopefully hopefully for twenty twenty one we can have carnival something. back. Something. Oh, oh god. I, we need something because this is not So they, so so to the final points then, what does uh future of Jab look like, right? Like if Jab hmm. is people not doing what the establishment expects, can we expect people to just pop up and jab i feel i feel like we should i feel like there should be a day <laughs> a secret day that everybody's get up and just go in the street and just do it we, we protesting okay mm-hmm. we protesting remember it's all about intention yeah we protesting, we protesting. okay with we horns and cowbell and everything so everything and we out here okay because you know they had you know they had all these little private parties and private juve events all over the borough i saw a a juve a juve party on a railroad on a railroad track with railroad track i have no is that the one you posted on your story no that was a that was a different one that was a different one i saw one they were literally on like an abandoned railroad track i don't know where this place was it was somewhere that's taking it back that's it we're gonna pop our bush okay we're gonna find one place Listen. Bush. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta find it. Lily. It was just Bush at our abandoned railroad. I never was on the jabbing, yo. I'm like, nah. yo, see, I, I mean, I'm here for it. I'm here for it because be it's like you gotta get that energy out. For real. You gotta get that energy out. We might have to, to we might have to go up in a bush and take a jab. Take a little jab. Get some get some folks together because I can't feel like I don't know, I feel this like this energy that didn't move, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't like it because, like, all right, it's not Labor Day anymore, it's, but I still feel it. I'm like, I didn't get. Look, back up, Bush. Oh Here, shit! Bush. Hold on, let me find. It's, a, it's on the railroad. Look on the what? railroad track. Where mm-hmm. are they? I'm somewhere in Brooklyn. I have no idea. Railroad tracks. Mm-hmm. You got the full, full headpiece. Head I ain't mad. Son, I ain't mad. I was like, wow, wow. What am I doing in this house? <laughs> and that's the thing. Excuse me. That's the thing. It's like we have to um find those places where we can release those energies because it is 
like I said, this was the first year that I didn't feel this in my whole life. Like that's a str- like right. like this is like, this is like a lifelong Literally, thing. This has never happened. This has before. never happened before, and I've always just known that energy. But then I also realized that I have separated my anticipation and excitement mm-hmm. for that energy from the energy itself. Now that I felt you know what it is without, yeah, yeah. you know, because I'm like I still felt that same excitement. But I just knew nothing was going to be there. So it wasn't as exciting. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just like a, you know. That's why I was like, nah, I got to do something. I'm going to a little food and have a little drink and mind my business. Because that saying, like, I have to do something, you know. Like, this was not that I would typically do. I would be doing a lot of other things. I would be, my house would look a mess still, right? (laughs) From all of the run up and down and this fat and that jab and oil on the freaking walls. and. Foolishness, okay. right? Pure mayhem. Okay. So it's like, oh, I don't know, you know, what that is this year. And that is just really sad. Um yeah. that being said, I still have horns on my list that I need to obtain. And right now. Uh, you know I, I want some real ones. I, yeah, no no no, no. I, I want made, some real ones. I've made one in the past, but I, I need some real ones. No, I want some real ones. So I, I think want that big ones. I, I cow think, horns. Like bull horns, <laughs> you know, so I found a place in Pennsylvania that had antlers in home. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I got a, mm. a squirrel pelt from them. Oh, and some squirrel bones. Oh, a little bit of me. I felt like, you know, just look at something, something. But the squirrel pelt, you know, my mother's like, what kind of swamp shit is <laughs> But, yo, like, those those animal elements, yes. right? Like, having that, like, it's just, it's... Energy. It's not just... Oh, putting on costume, you know, it's not that. It's all ritualistic. Yes. And it's like when you find the right horns yes. and then you find yes. the right combination of oil and powder and whatever, mm-hmm. you, you know, and you got mm-hmm. like, and you come home. There's and, a science to that, okay? Mm-hmm. There's a science to that. You can't just go and buy a bottle of oil, uh, a motor oil, and, and think, you no, you got to mix it with the baby oil, put a little powder in that and you know, bring it up a little bit. If you if you smart, put some pain on it because it, it, it's going to make the, the, the oil stick better. Mm. It's, it's a whole science to it, okay? It's exactly. ritual, you understand? And you don't, just, you, you don't just know that. I just told y'all, I'm sorry. But you don't just know that, you understand? People teach you those things, you understand? And even still, if you know those ingredients, you still don't know the preparation and the application and exactly. all those things. It is very important exactly. to, to honor that, you know? So... I don't know. I think that if I think uh, pop up jabs, flash jabs <laughs> should be a thing. Jab um, any morning. Yeah, you know, like on some, on some, like yo, if, if people is allowed to assemble and march on Washington and protest okay. and do all these things, I should Why be able to I get jab? up and and make a disturbance and uh, I don't have to register no permit and none right. of that thing. It's a protest. I'm <laughs> right. protesting. Right, I'm here. Black and I needed to get this energy out. <laughs> and this is what I, you know, this is what I'm used to. Yeah. And I didn't get to do that. And with all of the fucking, you know, foolishness and shenanigans of the right. year, I need that outlet to get these things out so that way I don't feel like, oh my gosh, you know, I got this tense hopelessness. That's also mm-hmm. part of like the the change of, of Juve. It, it also symbolizes like so many endings in the yeah. summer, yeah. summer vacation, yeah. Yeah. You, you know, back to school. Mm-hmm. It's about to be cold. Like in New York, everything changes so quickly, it mm-hmm. seems, after Labor Day. Like yeah. summer could feel so long and then it's Labor Day. And like, right. oh my gosh, I can't believe it's Labor Day now, already. Labor Day is notoriously the weekend where it always just gets cold. It gets cold. It'll right. rain and it'll get cold. It'll get cold. Literally, every, like, that's why this every year day. being sunny and shit. I was like, really? Nah, it was still really? Cold. It was still kind of cold. It was a little brisk at night. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. It was yeah. a little brisk. Yeah. But 
that heat in the day and the, mm-hmm. and the no rain. I was like, really? You're not even gonna drizzle? Right. Not for old times' sake. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. Just on me though, right? Just, just when we're out there, right? Oh, okay. Right. Great. Mm-hmm. Great. So. Give y'all a break this year. Yeah, and we're like, oh wow. Gee, thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much, mom. Right Love it. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> the best, best part of 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 learning about these traditions, like you, like we had said in the previous episode, is that when people learn who they are. They can use their tools better, you Absolutely. know, and they can they can get to the root of what they really want and exactly. what they need to fix with themselves easier without so much stress and strife. And I feel like jab is one of those things where if you can get those demons out, if you can explore mm-hmm. that, you can be able to be more integrated Absolutely. in your day to day. Because we all listen, we black, we going through it every day, yeah. big and work. small. It's, it's like you gotta have outlets for those yeah. frustrations that you can't yeah. have in, in public. You will lose it. Mm-hmm. There's so many ways that we can lose it, and uh, you know, with social media and just a constant barrage of death and violence and all these things, it can make people feel, you know, very cagey and yeah. very aggressive and very especially, hostile. Especially in this environment, living in New York City, in just Brooklyn, it's just so like you're in a box. You know, it's so. It can be very, very like claustrophobic living in this city sometimes. It can, it can be. And and just having, like I said, this just one day, just like let it all go. It's 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 so unnecessary for us, you know, being primal black folk, you know, who are connected to the earth and need to release that energy. Especially, you know, we've been sopping up all this vitamin D all summer with this sun. Like, we got to deposit it somewhere. Like, all this energy, it got to come out. You it's understand? true. It's true. <laughs> like, you know? And it's like, you got people wearing a mask. Mm. They can't go here. They can't go there. They're already feeling confined. They're yeah. already feeling constricted. Yeah. You know, you have so many things. You're not supposed to be going this place and that place. And this. And it's, it was just so much constriction. It's yeah. like, people really did need that space to do the things, you know, ritualistically to get those things off and to help propel for the fall because now you just got people rolling straight into back to school right. dealing with picnic work all these things it's like that's then, not fair to them even think about it too like there's a reason why carnival falls the day before ash wednesday mm-hmm. you understand because that was our ritual cleansing we were cleansing so that ash wednesday we go and forget forgive our sins you understand? And then you go home and take your little purge, take your little center. Mm-hmm. So before you go back to school, exactly. yeah, everything is all right. Everything is out. You understand? All the energy is out. All your belly clean. Everything good. You understand? You get a little blessing before school. And that's really, that, that's sort of the, the, the cultural side of it, you know? Because that, that's really what it, what, what, what it meant for us. You know, it was that last hurrah, that last, let it all go, you know? Well, I mean, it's not on Ash Wednesday here. You know, it's Labor Day. No, but, but like when you think about where it, uh, the origin, right, right, and 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 if it's on Ash Wednesday, well, before Ash Wednesday in Trinidad, it's also syncretized with Mardi Gras, right? right. In Fat Tuesday and that mm-hmm. concept too, right? So how people will bring that, and traditionally here in New York, it was done yeah. in the 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 Lenten time. Mm-hmm. Up in Harlem in a ballroom because yeah. it was cold yeah, it was and everybody would just bring out their old costume yeah. and parade around it for was, each other. It was the Caribbean Pageant Association, or something like that. Something like something that like you that. know, because yeah. of course, what else are you know Caribbean people that are homesick yeah. and in a foreign place going to do? They're going to put on. Mm-hmm. It's like we're going to have something mm-hmm. again. We're going to honor this energy exactly. somehow. So exactly. it's like it doesn't matter that we're here in this foreign place. Mm-hmm. We're going to we are still going to preserve our things. Mm-hmm. 
I do have some questions though. I wonder if, I'm not sure if you'll be able to answer it, but I wonder if in London, they have some sort of yeah. juve situation. Well, I, I'm not sure if they have juve. I know they have Nottingham Carnival. Yes. Um, But I'm not, I, I've never been. I don't know the whole like, um, the ins and outs, but I know that they do have some sort of uh, carnival thing that they have. Okay, so yeah. well, I do know about some of the origins of the carnival. There's, mm-hmm. a, uh, there's a Trinidadian woman named Claudia Jones, oh. and she was born in the, in the, in the 30s, mm-hmm. I believe, or in the teens. And she immigrated with her family to New York. She was like nine. And then she got, she came up in New York City. She got very much into like leftist Marxist policy, you know, Marxist theories and things like that. And she was doing a lot of work, political work and getting, so she got too good in her political work. So she ended up getting deported. But because Trinidad was still a British British subject, British colony at that time, she was still considered a British subject. They deported her to England. So when she went to England, she kept on doing her thing. She started a newspaper. I think it was uh, the West Indian Gazette. Mm-hmm. You know, ah, yeah, I think yeah. The West I think Indian. I know what you're talking about. The West Indian Gazette, and after they had some race riots in um, London, uh-huh. uh, after you know, because a lot of Caribbean immigrants were moving there after World War II, there were jobs opening up. Mm-hmm. Funny thing about these uh, imperialist countries, they want to have. <laughs> They want to go to other people's country, mm. and then they want to be mad when the people you come. Yours, I don't right. really understand. And then it's like, uh, well, who else did you think was going to do these right. jobs uh, that y'all y'all <laughs> asked us to come here? Why y'all? I don't understand. So the people exactly. packed up and moved over there, and it, mm. it, it was a lot of tension. Mm-hmm. So after a very serious riot, I believe in the like in the fifties, mm-hmm. um, she started the festival. She started the carnival. At first, it wasn't a carnival. It was the same situation like the Audubon Ballroom. It was like mm-hmm. in a ballroom. It was just like a showcase yeah. or, you know, a, a dinner type of situation. Mm-hmm. And it was showing the culture of the, all of the different Caribbean um, right. people that have moved into the community right. to their new community, you know. And it was kind of a way, in her mind, she said that if people know their culture and they have that, you know, their art can keep, like, that can keep them going. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's how people can keep themselves together is through their art and through culture, you know, and she used that as a way to bridge the gap yeah. with the tensions that was happening after yeah. the riots. So that's the same carnival that still goes on today, mm-hmm. you know, and it's important, like I said, I'm, I don't know, I have to look into it, you know, everybody has some type of juve situation, but I don't yeah. know what the yeah. ins and outs of their juve situation are, uh, or how many Grenadians or Chinese, you know, how many people mm-hmm. that actually practice jab came to in London right, and kept right. it going, you know. We I have to do a little bit more research on that, but it does it is interesting about how that this particular mode of culture mm-hmm. is something that was, has been used as yeah. you know, a point of resistance yeah. or like um affirmation mm-hmm. around the world, you know, because it's carnival all over the world. All over. Right? And we think about Trinidad being the the kickoff, and then every month yeah, there's something, else. and every <laughs> single month there's a yeah. carnival somewhere around the world. Yeah. That is like a real thing, and yeah. the thing when you think about a full cycle of money mm-hmm. and like a exactly. full cycle of like, how much millions, almost billions Billion of dollars, dollars is circulated. Yeah. You have people that are making stockings, you have people making world boots, you got people stuff. selling, you know, every, every everything, yeah, everything. Thing. Everything you need. The mass camp. When you go to just put money down in your costume, there's food, there's food, drink, there's drinks, this, all there's that. all that. Mm-hmm. You know, and hair, makeup, or, I mean, the chow parties. Man. The chow man. The chow man. <laughs> you know, uh, the you freaking know. taxi that's running. Yeah. I mean, everything. They're making good money. Ma- taxi making good money. money, and, money and, money. and and just like, 
how much you know economy circulates around carnival um and how important it is that we still find ways to keep that type of thing going you know that's why i do patron the child man because it's like mm-hmm. I, child can't be uh oh if i'm at a fet or, or if i'm at the camp thing it has to be like well there's no fet this year like that right. and there's no camp this year so how do we still keep the spirit of these things going you know so you want to explain to the people what child is? Oh, sure. Man? Well, I am the child man. Okay. So, if you are West Indian, mainly, you know, Trinidadian, um, we have what's called chow. So, um, mainly it's mango chow. And um, it's it's pretty much like a pickled mango snack that we have. It's usually just mango cut up, you know, you put a little salt, a little pepper, a little vinegar, a little seasonings and stuff, a little scotch bonnet, make it a little nice, make it sweet. Um, and yeah, you, could, you, could, you can do that with any fruit, Main, but it's most popular with mango. And um, it's similar to like, you know, if you're from Brooklyn, you see the Mexican lady on the street with the mangoes and the little salt and pepper. It's, it's the same concept, but just, you know, the Trinidadian version, you know, like a pickled mango or pickled fruit. Because you could do it with pineapples, you can do it with apples, you can do it literally with anything, anything. I've seen people chow everything. <laughs> Everything, you know, and yeah, it's 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 one of those things that um, especially you know, you leave in a club and you drunk, you leave in the party and you drunk and you get a little a little cut off of your belly, have a little child, have a little child, yeah, right. Know. So y'all go check him out on um, Instagram, the Child Man. He's also you're on Facebook too, mm-hmm. the Child Man, Child Man, and um, Child Man NYC. He does his thing. He has great child, good prices. You holler at him. He does. No order is too small or large. Yeah, I, I, I cater for everybody. You know, large, so small, parties, everything. Everything, you I know. Buckets, I got bins. It's, you, know, there's, there's, you got it, baby. You got it, you got <laughs> it. You know, so um, thank you so much. Of course. For doing these episodes with me. I am really excited for this upcoming season of the How To Be Magical podcast. And we'll be doing more talks like this with practitioners from all over. Um have a few people lined up. I'm really excited to just, I think it's important, you know, that we understand how many different ways we have constant reminders in our life, whether we know that's what they are or not. You know, that's the the beauty of connecting with spirit is that because there's so many different ways for it to reach, sometimes we take for granted some of those connections, or we don't even realize that that's what that connection is. Yep. We just think, oh, I just genuinely like such and such. It's like, yeah, <laughs> but your great grandmother did, and so did her mother, and so did her mother, and so did her mother. And that weird lady that you keep dreaming about, that's one of them. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> get, to work. You, get to work, okay? <laughs> get to and work. you'll change the water in these cups. And <laughs> when the last time you cook for these people? Like, come on, let's get on it. Let's get on it, you know? And the everyday ritual. Of it's a constant thing. Constant. It's how to be magical is not just a. Oh, it looks like this. It's like, no, it's a constant devotion. And when you are in your constant state of devotion, that's when life becomes magical because you are in concert with the things that are happening and you are just witnessing all of the beauty around you. And even when things are bad, you're still like, wow, like, okay, you're going to show it to me like this. Cool. Cool. Okay. All right. All right. It's cool. It's cool. That's why even like this year, it's like, you know, a year without carnival. Like, that's why I told you, like, no, we have to get out there. I have to, we have to see what it's like. We have to say we was on the parkway like, and there's nothing going on. And then we did at 7.30 and I'm just like, there's nothing going on. There's nothing. Cars just going past. I'm like, oh gosh, no. You know, so it's like, 
that's why we do this, you know, and that's why I, I do the podcast for, you know, for posterity, for history. And it's like, our histories are just as valid and as important. And Absolutely. there's so much history that we can uncover. And the only way we're going to do that is by talking to each other that's and it. sharing what we know and being open to the fact that there is something new to learn every day. Every day. Okay, so that's been this episode. Thank you so much. My name is Nikki Buchanan. I'm the host of the How to Be Magical podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Soul Things BK. You can find me on Facebook at Soul Things Botanica. You can find me on the web at SoulThingsBotanica.com. Um, got the Way White's collection still, and I have some new things coming. I got a lot going on right now. So if you signed up for the for the um blog, you know, the soul searching blog, then you'll know, you'll see all the updates and things like that. If you're subscribed to the soul family, then you get this episode before everybody else gets it. The episode's actually going to drop on September 17th, but the episode for the subscribers is going to drop today, and today is like the 10th, so consider mm. yourself lucky, folks. <laughs> this is good, good stuff. Um, and also, <sighs> winter's coming. Yes. I don't know if I'm ready for all of that, but I got someone to merch in like fall, cool weather merch, even though it's kind of muggy in New York still. It's about to be sweater season. It's going to creep up on us. You know how it goes. One day you're just going to go outside, it's going to be a cold Ooh. 60. And you're going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> and that's going to be it. That's yeah. it. So I got some sweatshirts coming. Um, I love clothes. It's so hard for me to like curate <laughs> because I've been wanting to sell y'all everything and I can't do that. But there's going to be some fall scents with the butters coming as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got some, we got some nice, you know. Get those butters. Exactly, masculine scents coming. We got some, we got some, some butter. <clears throat> that tobacco. Yeah, the tobacco is lit. We got some more things in that tobacco like family, and we also have some other things for the ladies as well. Uh, the people that like to smell a little bit sweeter, right? We have the the, the more masculine things and the more sweeter things. So it'll be it'll be something to see. There'll be some sales and stuff coming, but that's like Black Friday. So don't don't be too hyped for that yet. <laughs> anyway, that's it. I'm out of here. And until next time, stay black, stay magical, and stay safe. Peace.